Somebody asked me during the week where we got our intro music from. Stole it. I said Steve wrote it and sang it. <laughs> yeah. There's no singing I, in it. I played it in my electric guitar. It belted out that riff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, no, you did. I, it was, mm. Listen, that was a very impressive day for us watching, <laughs> us, you know, us normal folk. Yeah. I've got a new one. It's going to be done on a ukulele. <laughs> <laughs> My That's, wife plays a ukulele. Does she really? Margaret does. Hmm. Oh, we've got to get a with ukulele. The, with the club, and they have concerts on Sunday afternoons at the local cafe. Really? A ukulele club. Now, see, I've got to and say. It's, it's actually not bad. I can't <laughs> imagine her doing that. Yeah, well, she played the guitar and stuff. Yeah, oh, no, I can imagine playing for the ukulele. I just. No, no it's, it's actually pretty good. Oh, I've got no doubt it's good. But I'm just saying, I just can't imagine Margaret being one of those people. Yeah. <laughs> yep. She's on the ukulele. Oh, well done. <laughs> Maybe she can do an intro. I'm just thinking that. Mm. Maybe the ukulele club can punch well, one out for us. always welcome anyone who wants to come and make an intro. We'll call yeah, it yeah, yeah. If, if, you're a, if you're a music person and you want to get your stuff out there, I'm happy for you to make an intro. Yep. I mean... Jeez, our, our like eight or nine listeners will get it really going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they got bass, bass ukuleles and all sorts of stuff. Oh, it's a, yeah, yep. I was going to ask you, Stephen, Uh-oh. and Tony brought this up oh, yeah. before the show started, mm-hmm. right? We prior to the the Ukraine Russian war breaking out, yep, we had a massive Ukraine listener base. Now you're you're <laughs> the only one that sees the stats. <laughs> It's not as flash as it was, let's put it that way. <laughs> but there's still a bit no, of distraction still a going of, on. There's still, there's a, couple still a couple No, there's still a couple listening. That's yeah. just a mate. Good on you. Yeah. 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 Go hard, boys. Yeah, well, Go hard. Go hard. <laughs> yeah, we're on your side. Don't worry about that. No, we have still got a few listening. No, fantastic. No, well, at least we might be... A bit of relief. <laughs> I think you could call it. Really? Us? Oh, I don't know. Comic relief. Yeah, I know. I spoke to a guy from the UK. He reckons it's the best thing he's ever heard. <laughs> he said when he's when he's at home in the UK because he's, yep. he's an expat. Yep. He, he said it's the the stupid warped Aussie sense of humour is what he gets out of this show. He doesn't get out of any other shows. Well, that's pretty obvious. <laughs> I don't think there's any other shows like us. No, there? no, I wouldn't think so either. No, well, it's fully scripted as you would imagine. Oh, the, the hours of production work that goes into this show. Yeah, it's well, amazing. <laughs> like, well, you drive down here to Port Arlington. That's like 45, 50 yeah. minutes, 50 minutes. Oh, no, longer than that from your joint, nearly an hour. I drove all the way down from Melbourne to do this tonight. You drove from Melbourne to your house, which is 5 k's down no, the road. No, I haven't been home yet. Oh, haven't you really? No, I haven't been home yet. It's overtime. Yep. And, yeah. I, and I mean, I spent, uh, what, 30 seconds before looking for a USB <laughs> flash drive thingamajiggy <laughs> so you could save the show. Oh, well. Maybe we should just change the name of the show to Bullshit. Oh, that's not very fair, Steve. Why not? Lots of bullshit and probably more Lots of bullshit. Probably more appropriate. Hey, um, uh, no. d- thanks, everyone, for uh, sharing the show around, subscribing and doing all those bits and pieces and telling other people about it. And we are sorry that it's in... Well, we're not sorry that it's inconsistent because some days we just can't be stuffed. But we try to get the show out as much as we can on a weekly basis. But yep. the, the three of us coming together to do this show, Tony's probably the most reliable one out of all of us. He's even showed up twice when we're not doing a show and we've gone fishing. It's pretty hard to find people who will actually talk to us. The hardest thing is, yeah. Um, because the, their time as well. Because we do yeah. it all for free. It's, there's no money or anything involved. No, that's involved right. There's here, no so. money involved. And, and a lot of guys, uh, a lot, you know, like I've organised some interviews that are going to take place in six yeah. weeks' time and, and those guys couldn't find the time to do it any earlier than that. And it's the and same token. You know, we've got blokes like, uh, you know, um, Doc. 
uh, Doc Lewis, Greg Vinyl. Um, you know, he does his Australian Lure casting show. He's trying to get me at the moment. I can't give him the time to get – and he yeah. can't give me the time. And, we and go, I think the best thing about if you do subscribe to the show, when we do put one up, you, you get, get it, it straight away. That's so. why you subscribe to the show. Yeah. And yeah. then when, you, when you've listened to the show, go straight down, scroll a little bit and then hit five stars. Yeah. <laughs> and you can go back and listen to the other hundred shows that are on there at the moment. There's tons. There's stuff dating back to the 1930s and yeah. 40s and yeah. – You'll enjoy yourself. We actually had a guy lined up, James uh, Hancock from Beerbung tonight. We're going to chat to James. I'll run into him at after this year. And Looks Australian like fishing tackle show, trade. I'm at this stage. Yeah, so I'm going to try and give him but a good call product. in another minute. Good a great product. product. Yeah, fantastic. So I want to have a chat to him yeah. and um, and uh, and just talk to him about what he does. Because I think one of the big things, and this is what a lot of people do like about what we do, is um, as much as we do occasionally have big you know, big manufacturers and stuff online to talk. And the, it's more about just the everyday bloke. Yep. Right. We want to talk to guys about fishing and we want to talk to them about your product or we want to talk to you about whatever it is right in, in our sport. But, you know, it's the big guys overseas and, the, and you know, the big multinationals. They're the guys that we're interested in, but we, we don't try to push as hard. Oh, nothing quite like an Australian invention either. Which yeah, that's I pretty like. cool. That's pretty cool. It holds two mm. stubbies, Steve. So that's... You'd never use. You'd never ever lose your UDL again. No, no. Hey, I could go out and just have my two. You could can. just sit in the rod holder on the boat, and you can have your both cans there. <laughs> no need to take a rod. <laughs> <laughs> it, it actually needs a little umbrella to keep them in the shade. Oh, you think? No, I actually had a chat to him about putting a refrigeration motor in it so that you can <laughs> keep them cool and plugging it into the boat. But anyway, listen, we're going to keep giving him another crack. Yeah. If we can't get a hold of him, we'll, um, we'll, we'll, we'll go on with the show. Time. Well, we've actually got some other stuff to talk about because, as you know, um, uh, a couple of weeks ago I was up in Queensland doing a bit of travelling and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Uh, amazed to see how many people are on the road from Victoria and South Australia. But more so um, looking at things like uh, floodwaters and stuff. And then I read an article, uh, I think it was last Tuesday, um, about water coming up through the desert in Saudi Arabia. There's so much water inside, you know, in, in the bores and what is it called, the artesian bore or whatever it yep. is. Right, there's so much water there now, it's actually starting to penetrate the surface. And they were saying in New South Wales and Queensland that they're forecasting through El Nino that it's going to be such a wet spring and summer this year for okay. them, right? That the Is it El Nino? Yeah, no, no, I wasn't going to question that. Oh, I was it, just going to question that the um, Premier from Queensland is going to put a new desal plant in. No. They're talking about during the week. yeah. Are you serious? I'm dead set. My God. I'm sure it was Queensland they were going to put a new diesel. Well, They've already got one. I got asked a question the other day um, on, on Pulse, actually, doing a live mm-hmm. show when I was in Queensland, um, about how Mondurand Dam is 104%. It's actually going over the spillway. And what I said, there's a level they class as 100%, and 4% more of that sends it over the, over the spillway. Yeah, top. Right? And that's where it is. And Awonga's exactly the same. Um Gee, they, they don't want more water. They, no, don't they want, want more, more water. released, and they won't release it. Yeah, they won't release it. And but That's downstream, ridiculous. though, on these big tides at the moment, downstream, it's destroying everybody downstream. Yep. There's water. You know, they've got. Uh, we, well, we at that stage when I was there, we had the moon phase, right? So we had the larger tides, the lower lows, the higher highs, and and the storm surge that was coming ashore, and the amount of water roaring down these creeks. Jeez, I tell you what. Speaking of which. He had a tide the other day. It's the lowest I have ever seen in the bay. Oh, yeah, oh, I did yeah. notice, actually. Do you I know did. the pontoons at St Helen that I, I bring the Coast Guard boat into? Yeah. It was actually hard on the ground and you walk down those ramps to get onto it. 
Was that the um, – there was an equal tide um, during the week? Because we normally down here at Port Arlington, we have a 0.2 or a 0.15. Um, when that happens, Point Richard Sandbar, you can walk for a kilometre out to the channel markers. Um, yep. And they were saying that there was actually no water between the sandbar and the beach because the tide was so low that it actually run off. I don't know whether it was the same day, but this is wasn't last weekend. I know, I was in shorts and a T-shirt, mate, on the beach. So the weekend before last, and I was duty skipper, and I was contemplating not bringing the boat across. It was that low. Hmm. I yeah, didn't wow. know whether I would have actually been putting our boat on the berth on the bottom. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, it gets a bit Well, scary. you know the grass at the bottom there? Yeah. It was up on the surface. So launching at St. Helens would have been impossible. There would have been no water on top of the seagrass bed. It wasn't. So you, you would have been just reversing into choking your motor up, basically? Yeah, I just would have been smashing the seagrass to bits. Yeah. Well, I imagine Point Richards here, because of the way they changed mm. the boat ramp, they wouldn't have got out at all if, the, if it was open. Yep. Have, I haven't been and had a look yet. <laughs> Because Point Richards has got our own, it's got its own issues along with Clifton Springs and Avalon. Well, mm-hmm. you can actually walk in the mouth of it right now if you want. You're kidding me. Oh yeah, a little bit, but <laughs> <laughs> have they have they actually woken up that if you put a pipe through your seawall, it actually lets the current? That run was through the first thing click, I said to John. Please oh, me out. Listen, mate, you just don't want to hear that anger. Yeah. Because uh, it, now, it, just just to put a bit of um, history to this, right? I was going to say they've only had thirty There's, years. To yeah, get this a little right. bit of history to this one, right? Now they've screwed it up two or three times over the last two decades, right? They have certainly done. So that. this time they wanted to do the right thing, so they rang recreational anglers. Me being one of those people, right? Yep. And what they put in was not what they were told. What they put in was what Bellarine Bayside wanted. That's their input, right? Yep. yep. What this boat ramp does here, it doesn't filter, right? So the water will not flow out of the boat ramp so to go back out the mouth. So it won't push the sand, stuff. so you get the black shit, and it won't push the sand away from the mouth. What it does do is trap all of the weed from Clifton Springs against the rock wall at Point Richards. And then at the main pier, they did some beautiful work down there and they put this angled rock wall in with a, a like a jagged end on it. And it catches all of the weed coming from the other way. So the only place that doesn't get weed is the beach in front of the caravan park. Mm. Unbelievable. Right? But I watched them put the rocks down and then they put a concrete platform in the original channel where I drove my boat in and out of Point Richards, where you drove in when you saw me down there and we caught up at the... Where you drove your boat in, right? That area there now has a 30-metre extension of rock going past it and all the way around to the sandbar and going where the original red channel marker was in front of the rock wall along the edge of the sandbar, that's now the entrance coming from the east. That just... That's absurd. Mm -hmm. Tell me it's absurd. Now, and, And in the consultation process... No one I know in the consultation process said this. Not one person, right? They complained about the north winds smashing it up and everything else. And I said, well, just put one of those big sandbars out further, those big sandbags. Yeah. Put one of them out further just to break it. That's all you got to do. You need the yep. water flowing through there, right? So it drags the weed away and out and it drags the sand away and out. No. No. Because the bay doesn't work properly when you trap big clumps of black, smelly stuff. We, the, the bay does a beautiful circle. There's a reason why the bay's round. Yep. Right? 
is a massive reason why, and it's called circle work. <laughs> and that's what it does. And then all of a sudden you put a dam wall in the middle of the circle work. Because I'm going to have to go, um, uh, when am I on again? Next week. That was two weeks ago. <laughs> no, well, Don't I confuse I had, had last week off because I had a, a show to do. But No, that was three weeks ago. Yeah, three weeks ago, whenever. But now, when this show goes to where, that was three, three weeks, weeks ago. ago. <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to have to come up for a drive and see if I can get a boat anywhere near it. Well, you can't at the yet? moment. No, it's not open. It's it's behind the behind the eight ball now. They, listen, they've done a, it. Looks fantastic. Oh, it you looks can drive, great. You can drive an ambulance out there when yeah. someone has an accident. Um, you can fish <laughs> off the rock wall out there straight into what used to be the channel, right? If you can get past the weed, um, it's just the, it's a beautiful boat ramp. The only hassle is you can't get you can't get the boat now. Do, do you think they actually copied lime burners? But left it on the same angle as line burners. They didn't actually turn it around because the bay moves around. Yeah, they they needed like Tony said, if they had have put um, some giant pipe systems oh. in underneath the rock walls at both ends, so the weed could go through and it could also get pushed out the front by that yeah. tidal movement. It listen, it wouldn't have been still great, but it would have been better than what it is. Better than what it is, mm. right? But they they didn't. So at the moment, we've got probably four foot deep black sludge in the corner where the weed's been building up. Now, they haven't done any work in there. Well, I've been back for what, at the time when we recorded mm. this, four or five days. They haven't done any work in that time in there, but you can't see your hand under the surface. Yep. Because it's, it's grey and black. Uh, and it will stink. Oh, yeah. It'll stink. Well, that'll keep the old mamas away from be lovely washing here. their fish in You'll it. You'll cop it here when you get a good north leak. Oh, I do now. I cop it now off the... But the thing is that... Um, and, and I encourage people to... I'm, I'm, we babble on a little bit here, but if you get on your, your Google Maps, right, and have a bit of a look, and between Clifton Springs and Port Arlington, what you're going to see is a row of houses, a beach, and then you're going to see long strands of weed. So big, long lines of sand weed, sand weed, sand weed, sand mm. weed, and shelves, right? Those yeah. shelves are an important part of the water movement in the bay, fish movement, uh, filtration and everything else. What they've done is put a rock wall straight across the front of it, right? So what's going to happen now is that fast-flowing water is going to stop at the at the internal, the western side of, of Point Richards. Yep. It's going to build up weed. It's going to build up sand. It's going to change the flow so that it actually forces out and Point Richards sandbar is likely to get bigger and uh, higher and it's going to block that entrance. Because the water has to go somewhere, and if it does if, into the wall, yeah, but if it's going into the wall, it doesn't stop. It it has to go somewhere. So it means it'll be ripping out along the wall, and changing the whole flow pattern. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what it's. It, and there was a beautiful channel along. I mean, last summer I got some great flathead on the edge of that rock wall, right where the mouth is right now because a beautiful channel had been formed coming around the boat ramp mm. where the water had come out and it was travelling down the beach and these little channels had been formed and everything else, that's all gone. That's going to that's gonna go big time. Well, at least with the sandbar, they'll be able to quarry it to put the sand back on the beach at Port Arlington that disappears every winter. They won't have to quarry it. Just let the wind. It'll be like the Sahara Desert. It'll just blow all the sand over <laughs> the beaches. Yep. Yeah, listen, they've done some crazy stuff. And, I mean, the same th- the same sort of thing's happening right around Australia at the moment. Some of the peak bodies are doing an amazing job, and I love the fact that they're spending money, and I love the fact that they're enthusiastic about it, right? But you, you, you can't 
can get myself in trouble. No, you it's can't. A, it's you true can't though. allow. Um, you, you you can't allow the financial driving group of an area to determine the design process. Yeah, right. right. It's like yeah. having it's like having a foreshore committee that has no fishermen on it. Oh, hang on, that's what Port Arlington's got. Mm. Right, so you have mm. a foreshore committee with no fishermen on it. So how? Who's representing recreational anglers that live here and come to the town fishing? The same as you can't have the the, the financial driving organisation determining the design process of the boat ramp because it'll stop the weed. And then people will say that's not what happened, and they'll ring me. I guarantee you, after this show, they'll ring me. Actually, they don't ring me. They'll tell my missus off for walking the dog in there. Yeah, I'll go yeah. nuts at her. Yep. The next issue is that they announced a $10 million survey to find out why all the sand's disappearing from the beaches. And they're it? saying it's because of these stupid rock groins they put in. and Yeah. You know, they've, they've mucked up all the water flow and they haven't put in... The sand, gets de- the sand gets deposited, as you know, we've seen it. Mm. It gets deposited by wave action and wave and water movement yeah. and everything else. And we go, oh, the sand's leaving. Let's put rock groins all and over I love the place. The, I, I like over the other side of the bay, they're saying, oh, we, we don't know what's causing it. We don't know what's causing it. Well, they were told the channel deepening was going to cause it. Ah, uh, yeah, and it did too. And it did. Look and they're St. still Leonard's. saying, oh, no, it's not the channel deepening. They built retaining walls to stop the houses flowing into the yeah. water. Yeah. Now they put reefs there to keep people out of the channel and that's going to interfere with the water flow again dramatically. Well, you have a look at down here. So for those people, um, there's a road down here in Port Arlington called Ramblers Road. It runs from the boat ramp along where all the capo houses are. When you walk on the track at the back of those houses, there's boat ramps at their fences, which yep. are 100 metres from the water because that's where the water used to be. Yep. You, you know what I mean? So they put all these things in and excuse me, made all these changes and the sand just built up and built up and built up and built up and built up. Mm. You can walk along their fence line, which is 30, 40 metres in from the walking track, and there's a boat ramp. Tony, you remember this. Many years ago, we had a thing called the Harbour Trust. I do, I remember the Harbour Trust. That's my mate Dillip. Hello, Dillip. They had had modelling. And when someone wanted to do something like they wanted to do here, they set up the modelling and to see what the flow would do. Yep. We don't have that anymore. There's no body, no peak body looking after the bay. And when you consider the capability of computers to model these days, mm-hmm. you know, like America's got a sixth-generation fighter and the, the current top-end R5, but it's taken them a year because they can do 10 years of modelling in one year mm-hmm. on the computer. On the computer, and, yeah. and now they've got the sixth-generation fighter in production, coming off, ready to go. Why can't they... The bay has been here for an awful long time. Yeah. And it's well known where the water goes. And it, and it, and it builds up and then it goes away and it builds up and it goes away. And That's the nature of... Then we go and build this rubbish down there. Oh, it just hits me because the bay is so important. Mm-hmm. And we don't look after it. Ah, but the spirit of Tassie's coming in. Well, that's all right. That's cool. Oh, that was interesting. I saw it the other day. Yeah, it was a test run the other day. The oh test God. run? Yeah. It's red, practice. isn't it? It's slightly bright. But you, know, but you know what's different about it? <laughs> what? It didn't follow the channel. Well, it doesn't have to. It's got a shallow... So, okay, cut the corner? It came through the... It came through the shallow channel, where, no. the, where the smaller boats go to get out of the way of the big boats. No, it, it came through at Point Henry, 
and then turned right and went straight across to uh, Karaya Key. Oh, it's now called Spirit of Tassie Key, but yeah. yeah. Well, they changed the name. Yep. Jesus. It's a bit of a worry, isn't it? Key to Tassie. North and South Dock. Uh, and it's got some really cool stuff on it because... On Isn't it app- amazing, though, that where the Tasmanian boat goes has got two docks? <laughs> <laughs> it, um, yeah, it's all right, we just ignore it, people. Um, but it's got some really cool Hey, Kelly, who's <laughs> They're using um, pneumatic suction pads to hold the boat. Mm. They just it's stick a on, setup. They just go out on the side of the boat, suck it in and pull it in and shift it to where it's got to go. The boat... The boat will go to come in. There'll be a whole heap of local fellas with graffiti cans that got stuck to the suction cans while they're trying to paint it. As it drives <laughs> off, it'll go. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, they spent the whole day. They So they're obviously doing a lot of stuff trying. Well, it fires up in October, so. Yeah. I had a look at it, though. It's not really that cheap. I want to go down. <laughs> what? I want to go down and listen to it. <laughs> Wait for it. Was two. <laughs> Both ends. Actually, this, this is going to test you. There's four of them. Oh, oh there you go. <laughs> yeah, had to say it. I had to say it. Couldn't help. Oh, I think I've had too much sun. <laughs> They've certainly done a heap of work. That looks good. It's a oh, good setup. I see they um they're Great looking for town. someone to run the little cafe down. How's there, it going to affect the fishing? How's it going to affect the I fishing? I think it'll be like the one at Queenscliff. Stir up the water, it'll be good for fishing. Get them moving around a little bit? Yeah, yeah I think so. Well, I've been standing on the upper decks at the Queenscliff Ferry, looking down in the water just between it and the rock growing, mm-hmm. and mm. watch the squid chasing yeah. little whitey. Yeah, I've seen some big butteries down there too. How's that going to go, Tony, for guys moving around the channel? Is there going to be a dramatic change to like ship movements and all that sort of stuff? Uh, and are, uh, I mean, and here's the big one, Karaya Key. We were never allowed in Karaya Key while there was operations in place. Yeah, well, it's going to be there in the morning and the other one in the in the evening. In the evening, So yeah. is that going to shut us out altogether from the key? Uh, probably not. Mid-September will be the terminator for us. Yep. Because that's because when the snapper go in there to do I their stuff. I don't think it's – I haven't seen any notice to mariners making it a prohibited area. You're not allowed anchor there. But if there's no ship there, there's not an issue, I don't mm. think. No, you never let her anchor in there anyway. Well, you can if you're moving and you do it on your electric. I already tried to get away from the water police by saying I didn't need a life jacket because I was at anchor lock. <laughs> Too close to the suction yeah, cup, mate. You're stuffed. He said, oh, listen, that was a good one, mate. I haven't heard that before, but I'm going to get you for a rego label. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that I've had fisheries go right off at me because they couldn't read my rego label on the boat. I said, mate, it's there. Stop making it out of paper. And he said, it's just, that's just a white bit of stuff. I said, mate, if they expect me to pay for a new one every time this thing fades out, yeah. I'm not going to do it because they should supply me with one that's suitable for what it's meant to do. Have they put the fee up? The registration fee. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, no, they'll go. They'll go. I think mine went to sixty something. Sixty-four. Yeah, mine bucks might or something. about ninety. It'd be interesting yeah. to see what my new boat is going to be. I think mine was seventy-four. Really? No, mine was definitely sixty something. Yeah, I don't know. Can't keep up with it. Hey, uh, listen, we did have uh, James Hancock from Beerbung lined up tonight. Uh, great Aussie product. Check it out. 
Yep. I'll, I'll try to get him on another no, show. I'll have a chat with him another time. We haven't been able to get a hold of him, so I'll have to reorganise it. And uh, and Joe will be so upset because she put a lot of hard work into this production <laughs> and uh, to get a hold of the guys and, and all that stuff. But we're running into him at the After Trade Show. Uh, had a chat to Moores too. Moores will be back in a couple of weeks' time to talk about all things After and what was going oh, on nice. down there. Um, fantastic. Um, really, really, Actually, really. Actually, to speak to Maury. The boys at um, Leopold Fishing Club so wanted to go in and do a bit back. of a talk. So. Yeah, nice, yeah. Um, Moores is coming back, yeah, for a bit of a look. He's, uh, he's as, as we know, he's, he's extremely busy this time of year getting ready for his Christmas run, so we'll get him for a couple of weeks and then he'll be off again. Uh, fantastic news for a uh, good program friend, Michelle Emma. Uh, Michelle's been picked up by AFN. Uh, oh, has she really? Network, so she's now working for those guys as well as a sponsor. So she's got uh, she's still got, got the card that's Black fishing. Magic. I mean, that's fishing. And so yeah, she's got yeah she's got Black Magic, and she's uh, also now doing some work for Billy Glass in there at yeah. AFN, which is uh, fantastic. Really, really good news. A lot of the girls have been um, a lot of the girls from the Worth Network have actually been picked up. Um, a couple of them by Yeti. So uh, Shay, and, Shay and Cara, uh, Cara yep. Cummings were both picked up by Black Magic. I think Shay's been picked up by Yeti as well. I like Yeti. Uh, oh, yeah. Yep. I use a lot of Yeti products. Yeah, no, no fantastic products. But, uh, Paid we'll, for them all myself. We'll get a hot... Yeah, well, yeah, that's sad, isn't it? <laughs> I actually went and bought plastics today. Really? Yeah, six packets of gulp to get advantage of the three for 29 buck thing. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't paid for gulp in a while. <laughs> Pretty sad. Oh, well. <laughs> You want to see my boat, because I broke the trailer and I'm building all new stuff for it, it's been parked outside and it hasn't had a cover on it. I've now got grass in the front of the boat. Because oh, <laughs> I haven't been able to get it down on the water. I haven't been able to finish the trailer and just... Uh, Oh, well, that's Keep the way it happens. Work next week. Hey, listen, folks, you got anyone you want us to talk to, something you want us to talk about, anything like that, we're happy to uh, do it. We do a little bit of production work here and there, but sometimes, like tonight, we just can't get a hold of someone. We spoke to them half an hour before the show and they were there and now they're not. So uh, something could have gone They'll probably wrong. ring when we finish. Usually what happens. But, um, yep, so, uh, listen, if you've got any topics you want to talk about uh, or anyone you want us to talk to, please uh, drop us a line. You can pick us up through the On The Deck podcast email page. Um, you can also uh, do your subscription thingos. And mm-hmm. Definitely. Rambled on yep. a bit tonight. I'll let you know how I went in Hawaii when I get back. I'm looking forward yep. to that. I want to really see how this bone fishing I'm going to see if I can organise really writing some articles for the Addy too. So you'll be getting, hopefully, from the Coast Guard once a week, a little... To 250 words on safety and navigation Jesus. stuff. What 250? Are you, are you doing it? Yeah. Holy I, shit. I can write. Jesus, I want to have a good proofreader. <laughs> That's typewriters do that, don't they? <laughs> have you still got that? I use a fountain pen. So hey, can, real. You, can you tell me, what was it like for you when they went from a like forceful press the button typewriter to an electric typewriter? That must have been a big thing. Well, oh, we right. went to word processing in the job. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen that was a whole new world. When you didn't have to get it every word right, you could actually cut and paste. Mate, that was the most magic thing that ever occurred on this earth. Yeah, I bet it was too. But, um, hey, listen, we've got a heap of stuff coming up between now and Chrissy, folks, so just stay tuned. Tell your friends yep. about it. <laughs> Tell your friends about it. Fair enough. Yeah, get in there, get in there and have a look at the suction cups on the Teddy. <laughs> You're a banana, you oh, are. It's going to be awesome. Oh. Tony, you could probably use it as a putting green. What's the, that? The grass on the front of your boat. No, it's a bit long for that. <laughs> <laughs> You're just teeing off. See you, folks. Take, take care. Be safe on the water. <laughs>